Okay, guys, if you follow me or have taken a vocal lesson from me, you know that I specialize in preventing and getting rid of vocal strain or fatigue from overuse in singers and speakers. I believe, and yes, I still do, that we can use our voices as long as we want and not experience vocal strain if and only if we prepare ourselves and our voices for the performances we're about to have to do. Okay, now, about that if. Hello, this is Judy Rodman. You're listening to All Things Vocal Podcast. This is the audio version of the blog you can find at judyrodman.com. Recently, I had a serious reality or humility check when I sang 40 background vocals in four days without practicing what I preach and temporarily lost my voice. Here's my cautionary story. I was hired to be a group contractor, arranger, and singer on 40 background vocals in four consecutive days. I called Jennifer O'Brien and Gary Pig, who are veteran studio session singing friends of mine, that sing with me like a well-oiled machine, so I knew it would go smoothly and fast. I was extremely busy in the days before these sessions with producing the artist's lead vocals on those 40 songs, preparing the after contracts, printing out multiple copies of all lyrics, canceling all my vocal lessons for a couple of weeks, and joining my session buddies doing COVID tests the night before our session started. The first day went well, but long story short, at the end of the second day, I started feeling a dreaded, hot, scratchy feeling in my throat and the even more dreaded signs of vocal limitation and other issues. I was losing my voice. It looked like I might be unable to sing the last two days of sessions. Why? Here are some factors that led up to my vocal nightmare. First, the allergy levels in Nashville were way up. Focusing on the arrangements and on singing with pitch accuracy, I began having to deal with an unusual level of phlegm in my voice. Without thinking, I started clearing my throat too hard between recording takes. I got by with it the first day, but not the second. Next, the studio was cold, and I didn't bring a jacket. I know to always bring layers so I can wear what I need based on the conditions in the vocal booth or the studio. Next, I didn't bring pineapple juice. I only had water, which is important but not nearly as instantly soothing to the throat as that juice. And next, unbelievably, I'm so embarrassed to admit this, I didn't warm my voice up. I was too busy with everything else, and I guess my lizard brain's hubris was telling me, well, I do exercises all the time. I wouldn't have any trouble skipping them this time. Hmm. And lastly, I went from zero to 90. I hadn't sung full voice for six hours straight in a long time, and now I had to do that four days in a row. Here's a warning for you. No matter how many vocal exercises you do, The voice is not able to suddenly perform full voice much longer and harder than it has been without experiencing negative consequences. This may surprise you, but the function and the value of vocal exercise is not primarily to develop vocal stamina. 
Instead, good vocal exercises train and habituate excellent vocal technique. Singing songs full voice with excellent vocal technique is what develops vocal stamina. So you need both kinds of voice work, the exercises and the full voice singing. You should sing full voice at least four days before you start something important that you haven't been doing in a while with your voice. This advice is in contrast to those who think vocal exercises should push the voice to fatigue or strain in order to build the voice and be effective. But in my experience and in my students' experience and my observation of how they sound and feel and how their voice works, if your voice doesn't feel better after doing vocal exercises, those exercises are useless and can even be harmful. But back to me, I deserved the vocal strain. I absolutely did. I know better. Now, here's how I was able to get my voice back and finish this vocal marathon. First of all, towards the latter part of that session when I did notice my throat irritation and my voice going south, I started doing two things. One, talking as little and as lightly as possible. And two, lifting my voice above the lava as I sang. I used my pulling technique, very consciously dropping my jaw, using my eyes, and lifting my soft palate to avoid pushing my voice through phlegm. Doing these two things and drinking enough water, I was able to successfully finish out the backgrounds for that second day. But as soon as I got home, I used the kitchen sink approach. I did everything I could to fight any possible infection trying to take opportunistic hold in my swollen throat tissues. Before I tell you what I did, please note that everyone's different. It's important to experiment with your doctor's approval with different immune-strengthening, pathogen-fighting strategies to see what works best for you and your body. Also, please check your pulse. You're human. Sometimes nothing works, and you and I sometimes have to get sick and heal. But my strategy this time included the following. Drinking a potent flu tonic made by my sister Pam. You can see that recipe on my website. Drinking alkalizing buffered vitamin C with some colloidal silver added. Taking a quercetin formulation. Gargling with hydrogen peroxide and gargling with salt water. And taking a hot Epsom salts bath to alkalize, detoxify, and raise my temperature to an artificial fever. I bundled up and sweated it out as I drifted off to sleep, first saying a prayer that I didn't have COVID or a blown vocal cord. But here's a warning. Don't soak in a hot bath if you have circulatory system issues or could be pregnant. In fact, you need to run any prevention protocol that you consider using by your doctor to make sure it's safe for you. If you suspect COVID, get a test. And if positive, get yourself to a doctor. All right, back to the story. The next morning before leaving for the session, I drank my lemon juice and my protein smoothie. I took another warm bath, deeply breathing in the steam, and then I took some time to seriously warm my voice up with some careful targeted vocal exercises, including a new one based on a scale my fellow coach Mark Tress had shared with me previously. At first, I had some glitches in my range. 
And using this new exercise with Morphe slow-mo vowel modification, I was able to stretch and smooth those glitches right out. I'm now using it with students who need more flexibility and help with their own vocal glitches, and it's really working. So even this scary situation came with a silver lining. Oh, the research I do for you guys. I also worked my head voice up slowly, and I did staccato exercises through my vocal range to pump interstitial fluid out of my puffy morning vocal folds. Then I brought my jacket, and I had two six-packs of pineapple juice at the studio waiting for me and the other singers. All day long, I limited my speaking, kept drinking the diluted pineapple juice, and used excellent vocal technique lifting up and pulling notes into place as if from the sky above and behind me. How'd that work? Well, it did. Thank God. Thankfully, my voice not only worked, it got better as the third day went on. My tone blended well, and I had no vocal issues. The fourth day, my voice felt pretty much like normal, and I found fresh faith in vocal technique and strategies that work for serious performance. More importantly, our producer Paul Thomas and engineer Joe Carroll were thrilled with the results of our background vocals. So I resolved to swallow my pride and share this as a cautionary tale with you, my dear listener. You're welcome. So, do you want to learn that new vocal exercise? Well, as penance, I've decided to give it away to you. No, really. So look in the show notes where you'll find out how to get them. Okay, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of my cautionary tale and that you avoid this kind of thing in the future. And then I'll believe that this experiment of mine actually did some good for you. (laughs) See you next time for All Things Vocal, the podcast for voices that matter.